Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, November 23rd. If you haven't already started your trip to be with your family for Thanksgiving Day, you'd probably be interested in a quick check on the forecast. So let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. All right, good Wednesday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Sovine here. Starting out with a couple of spotty showers this morning and some clouds. We'll see some breaks in those clouds this afternoon. And then as we go into Thanksgiving, I think best chance of some sunshine will be early in the day, then mostly cloudy by the afternoon with another small chance of rain on the way. But overall, next couple of days, mainly dry, cloudy with a couple of spotty showers this morning. Starting out in the 50s, we'll go up in the mid 60s this afternoon under a mostly cloudy sky. Tomorrow, a little bit of sun. Sunshine early on, mostly cloudy afternoon for Thanksgiving, high around 68. And Friday into Saturday, we will have to dodge some scattered showers with highs around 70. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Now let's check your morning headlines. Exactly two weeks after the former Palmetto State Bank CEO began defending his case in multiple financial charges, now convicted Murdoch conspirator, conspirator has been found guilty in all six crimes. Anna Harris was there when 51-year-old Russell Lafitte's verdict was announced last night and has a breakdown of the case. Russell Lafitte is facing nearly 200 years in prison and $6 million in fines after being charged with six total counts of various financial crimes related to Alex Murdoch for helping him steal nearly $2 million from his clients. After an 11-hour deliberation with various twists and turns, just two hours before the guilty verdict was announced, two of the jurors were replaced with alternates. This caused the jury to go into deliberation all over again. At around 745, about two hours before the verdict, Judge Richard Gurgle was handed four anonymous notes from the jurors. These results listed reasonings from needing medication, feeling pressure to change their vote, feeling overwhelmed with anxiety to make a decision, and more. Two of the jurors were then replaced with alternates, causing the judge to charge the jury to begin deliberation again. Judge Gurgle says he has never seen anything like this before. I watched both the prosecution, defense, and an attorney for the numerous victims involved in the case walk out of the building. The prosecution team says this case was about bringing justice for the victims, and they applaud them for speaking up. Justin Bamberg, an attorney who represented some of the clients who testified, said similar things to the prosecution and thanks the victims throughout this process. People trusted Russell Lafitte to be conservator over their money. And these, this was blood money. You know, and uh, one of the U.S. attorneys said it best was that this is not just the money that that they were using to play with was someone else's blood money. They buried a loved one to get that compensation. It's not it's not a not serious thing. There's a lot of work that goes into the sentencing for these kinds of white collar crimes and a lot more work is left to be done. There's currently no set date for this trial, but the maximum penalty for just one of these crimes is 30 years in prison in a million dollar fine. In Charleston, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. 
Here's a closer look at those charges. Charge one, conspiracy to commit wire or bank fraud, guilty. Charge two, bank fraud or aiding bank fraud, guilty. Charge three, wire fraud or aiding wire fraud, guilty. And charge four was for misapplying bank funds for $680,000. Charge five, misapplying bank funds for $750,000. And charge six, misapplying bank funds for $500,000. Again, all of those found guilty. That adds up to a nearly $2 million uh, Lafitte conspired with Alec Murdoch to steal from clients. Again, he does face nearly 200 years in prison for these charges and $6 million in fines. Meanwhile, the trial involving a wrongful death lawsuit filed by the family of Mallory Beach has been pushed back. It centers on the 19-year-old who was killed when a boat allegedly driven by Paul Murdoch, Alec Murdoch's son, crashed. The suit claims Paul was able to buy alcohol underage prior to the 2019 incident in Beaufort. The lawsuit names multiple defendants, including Alec Murdoch on Parker's store. The trial was originally set to begin Monday, January 9th. A new trial date has not yet been determined. Officials with the Charleston County Sheriff's Office are still looking for answers into a hit and run that left a young actor dead. Crime Stoppers is offering a reward of nearly $9,000 for information that leads to an arrest in the crash that killed Alexander Jennings. Now, deputies say Jennings was hit by a vehicle early July 5th, around 2.30 in the morning. They say he was walking on Saul Legree Road. Officials say that vehicle left the scene and has not been identified. Anyone who knows who was driving that vehicle or has information about it uh, is asked to call the sheriff's office. That number uh, listed on your screen, 843-743-7200. You can remain anonymous. After months of resistance, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham has testified before grand jury in Atlanta investigating election meddling. The U.S. senator says he will not reveal what was asked of him. Prosecutors wanted to question Graham about calls he made to state election officials after the 2020 election. Graham's office released a statement that says the senator met with the grand jury for more than two hours yesterday and answered all questions and say the senator says he felt he was treated with respect and courtesy. Graham initially fought to appear before the grand jury. He argued his standing as a senator should have prevented him from appearing. Tonight, the Woodland High School class of 2020 is inviting the community to remember their classmate, friend, football star who was shot and killed last week at the University of Virginia. The group is holding a candlelight vigil in honor of Lavelle Davis Jr. Davis is one of the three UVA football athletes communities across the country are remembering. All who wish to join in the community in remembering uh, this teammate and friend and classmate of former Woodland uh, students is invited to join that vigil. The service is going to take place at 6 o'clock this evening at the Woodland High School football stadium. Those doors are opening at 530. Flameless candles will be available on a first come first serve basis and those flamed candles will not be permitted. This morning we are mourning the loss of two colleagues and friends at our sister station in Charlotte. Officials confirm meteorologist Jason Myers and pilot Chip Tayag were killed in a helicopter crash early yesterday afternoon. That crash happened near Interstate 77 there in Charlotte. The station has released a statement saying, quote, the WBTV family is grieving a terrible loss. Our news helicopter Sky 3 crashed midday Tuesday with two of our colleagues on board. Meteorologist Jason Myers and pilot Chip Tyag lost their lives. 
We're working to comfort their families in this difficult time. We appreciate the outpouring of support for our staff and your continued prayers for their families. The station tells us Myers grew up in the Charlotte area and married his childhood friend Jillian, and the two have four children together. They say Tyag joined the station in 2017 as a pilot operating the station helicopter Sky 3. He had been a pilot for more than 20 years. Turn 90 is an area nonprofit that provides second chances for men after prison, and they've recently been awarded $100,000 from Bank of America. Yeah, the organization is located in North Charleston, and it recently opened a second location in Columbia. The founder of Turn 90 says that money awarded will help them continue to build on their successes. Our Lauren Quinlan joins us now. So, Lauren, you spoke with the founder. How exactly did she say this money will be used? Well, Katie, Amy Barch says they're going to be using the money to purchase some new technology for their print shop and continue to expand their business. Turn 90 was named the 2022 Bank of America Neighborhood Champion in both Charleston and Columbia. They received this invitation only grant for their work in removing barriers and advancing economic opportunity for the men they serve. Founder and executive director Amy Barch says this grant came just in time as they have doubled their footprint, opening that second location in Columbia, and they're planning for a statewide expansion. They provide an array of they provide an array of supportive services to about 120 men that range from full-time employment to various social services. And Barch says this partnership with Bank of America will allow them to expand the social enterprise aspect of the organization. We're going to be purchasing technology to um, advance uh, the work that we're doing with the guys, helping them uh, gain new tools in the workplace. We're going to be purchasing some new equipment. And it's just going to really not only amplify the job experience for the men that we're already working with, but give us an opportunity to grow the business and employ more men coming out of prison. The men a part of Turn 90 run the nonprofit's custom screen printing business, and Barch hopes the new technology will better equip them for their life after the program. Amy says this partnership with Bank of America is helping them do more, and they're hoping to open their third branch in the upstate, hopefully in 2024. Reporting live in North Charleston, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Well, this year, the American Red Cross, they have experienced their worst national blood crisis in decades. To prevent a blood shortage this holiday season, the Red Cross is asking those who can to consider giving back to the community by donating blood this holiday season. Our Molly McBride joining us live with more information about the need for blood and how you can help out. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. The Red Cross says this time of year is traditionally challenging for the nation's blood supply because of holiday travel, seasonal illness, and delays in blood donations. I spoke to Saskia Lindsay, the regional director of communications for the South Carolina Red Cross, who tells me this time of year could cause a very concerning situation for the Red Cross. She says a lack of blood supply can lead to delays in treatments for patients relying on blood. According to the Red Cross, one in seven patients entering the hospital will need a blood transfusion. Lindsay says blood donations in these next couple of weeks are critical to prevent a shortfall in the blood supply. We take really good care of you at the Red Cross, and it's a super fast process from start to finish. It only takes about an hour, so if you're looking for a way this holiday season to give back without spending too much time, donating blood is the way to go, and your donation helps save lives. The Red Cross says many Thanksgiving meals are rich in iron, which can help 
ensure a successful donation. To find a donation opportunity near you, and the Red Cross is hosting a lot over the next couple of weeks, head over to live5news.com and click on this web story to find that drive near you. Reporting live in North Charleston, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. On this date in 1936, the first edition of Life magazine was published. On this date in 1996, Bob Hope set a record for the longest continuous contract in the history of radio and television when his last TV special aired. He had been with NBC for 60 years. Celebrating birthdays today, singer Bruce Hornsby is 68. Journalist Robin Roberts is 62. And singer-actress Miley Cyrus is 30. Thank you again for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all, produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.